Okay, everybody. So this is Kiara, and I have a special guest today. This is my friend. Go ahead and introduce yourself, friend. My name is Brandon. I reside right here in Houston, Texas. And so what do you do um, for a living, Brandon? Uh, right now, I currently work for Homeland Security. So you work for the government? Yes, I do. Okay. And then what is your other job or hustle or... Right now, I'm working in uh, real estate. Okay, so are you doing like um, invest, like um, investment properties? Are you doing like corporate um, housing or um, like land for corporations? What is it that you're doing? Well, right now I am a uh, wholesaler and I help out. I help people who's trying to like get rid of properties that they don't need, that they have no use for, or okay. that they can't maintain or fix up. My goal is always to help them out. Okay, and so this is not for people that are purchasing property. It sounds like this is for people that's trying to sell property, correct? Um, people who are trying to sell and people who are also trying to invest. Okay, so let's talk about the investment aspect because right now we're doing a segment basically on black excellence, how we can build up um, black wealth, how we can pass on generational wealth and things of that nature. Everybody knows a part of um, wealth is real estate. So that's why I asked you because you're the perfect candidate to talk about this. So go ahead and give us some information that maybe the average person may not have when it comes to real estate. So what I have people do for the most part is um, like, if you, like, if you got, like if you have a property that you're not, you can't do anything with, you just want to sell it and things like that. Help people like that so that way they can get the best bang for their buck. In that market, especially so, like people who have houses that was like passed down from a family uh, member that might have passed away, I help with that, or they just can't do anything with the property no more, and they just want to get rid of it. Okay, so do you have like black families that have homes that are passed down to them, or is that typically like not something that you see as far as in your business where black people are passing down their homes, or maybe like duplexes or something of that nature? Um, I have some. But mo is it like, is it mostly people that are not? african-american or like what do you see in the market what is the market reflecting for you from the market i really see a variety so i just can't pinpoint on a particular group of people okay that makes sense because um i know growing up in cleveland we would have family members that would have like a duplex or like a um four four like a four unit and mm -hmm they would fix it up and then they would just rent it out. And then like, if they had died of like an untimely death and the kids don't know how to manage it, they would sell it. But that's something that in my opinion is a problem because I think in our community, mothers and fathers need to teach their children from a young age, how to manage these books and how to read these documents, how to read these contracts so that, so that that way, when they pass on, we're not so quick to sit up and sell our homes or our businesses, whatever the case may be, 
for market value. And then someone like you, that's an investor, you know, whatever the case may be, comes in and they flip it and they keep it and then they maximize and multiply their profit. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's why I'm asking, what is the market reflecting as far as how you're working? Who are you seeing out there uh, when it comes to these types of deals? Um, I really don't see a lot of, I really don't see like a lot of, uh, black people, African Americans, like really wow. trying to sell like that because I do a lot of marketing, like a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I have some that might come to me, but then I've also, had, I've also had some who thought like I was trying to like, you know, not give them the right amount of money for the property. Okay, so it might be like an emotional attachment or something like that. Yes. Okay, so what made you decide to get into that field? You know, if you're a good catch, if you work for the government, you know, you're you going to be all right no matter what. So what is it that made you say, okay, I need to get into real estate? Was it like a passion of yours or was it like something where you just saw a need for it based on the market or what? Mm. I mean, I have different things I'm passionate about. I've been working at my current place of employment since I was about uh, 22 years old. Okay. And then I've always had this love for real estate. I always wanted to be in it. Okay. And build and build and build wealth for those around me as well as well as myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. I understand that makes sense because. Um, for me, I didn't learn about like trust funds and hedge funds and collateral and things of that nature. I mean, like I learned about it when I was doing my business degree, but I didn't see it in a real life aspect until I went to apply for a mortgage on a home. Um, and that's where I learned the importance of an income to debt ratio, which I was never taught about an income to debt ratio. What I was always taught was just keep your credit up. Don't don't make major purchases that you cannot afford. You know, if you, they say if you can't buy something three times, you really can't afford it. So I didn't learn about those types of things until I went to buy a townhome. And when I was told the budget that I was going to be given from the underwriter um, and the, the lender, it was just like, you know, this is not the way that I want to live. So that made me wake up and realize that I needed to put the things that I learned while getting my business degree into action, like stocks and things of that nature, um, investments, lucrative investments, not just wasteful investments, um, maybe doing something on the side, like a legitimate side hustle, having a trade, things of that nature that really I didn't think about until I was told that I wasn't going to get the house for the budget that I wanted. I couldn't live in a certain neighborhood. So for me, that was like embarrassing. So I think the I think all in all, what I'm saying is that this is for people who who need to understand that we are so much more than living in the projects. We are so much more than having to ask for assistance, you know, and living in poor zip codes. So how do we? how do we get past that? And somebody like you, who's like, you know, I'm looking at numbers, I'm looking at homes and things of that nature. Someone like you, you're perfect for a platform like this, where you can talk about it because we we need to hear from successful black males on, on how you were able to achieve whatever your goal was. So 
that's really that's really what that's really what it's about. You know, this is our way of giving back, you know. So I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what to ask you. I don't know what else. I mean, you have to you have to tell me whatever it is that you think I should know. Because I really don't know anything about real estate. I got you. I got you. I mean, it's with with real estate, the good thing about real estate is like it's so many different like entry points into that field. Mm-hmm. The, the, the main thing that matters is what works for you trying to get into it. Okay. You can work in the uh, you can work in the uh, the uh, wholesale space where you help people get rid of properties they have no use for to help them avoid foreclosures and things like that. You okay, know? so let's talk about foreclosures and people that are house poor. Okay. Because I didn't even know what it meant to be house poor um, until I actually knew someone in real life who was like that. You know, they have a a home, but they can't afford to eat. They can't afford to pay their utilities. So what is it um, in your professional opinion? You don't have to say any names or anything like that. But in your professional opinion, why are lenders allowing citizens to be house poor? That's really a a, a, a a good question. Sometimes um, lenders really they try to do their best to make sure people are not just like owning a home and they can't afford it. That's what you're asking, right? Right, but like for example, there's like fixed rate. Everyone knows what a fixed rate is, and then there's a like a variable rate where the 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 rate is dependent upon the market. So why would someone have something like that instead of a, a fixed rate? I mean, there's like there's like different like lenders. I mean, there's different types of lending out there when you're trying to purchase a home. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a uh, FAH, you have a R. Which is a ah damn term. affordable. Um, I don't know what it stands for. All I know is you can get a VA loan or uh, um, first time buyers, and I forget the other one. Okay, but what is the benefit to that? Because um, the way I understand it is if the market is not doing well, like right now, if things are down, the rate is going to be lower, correct? Right. Okay, so if the market, when the market, because the market is a cycle. So when the market goes back up, the rate is going to be higher. So your mortgage is going to be higher. So how are you ever supposed to pay that off? I guess that's what I'm asking. What, how are you, what, how can you expect to pay a 15 or 30 year mortgage off with a fluctuating variable with a, with a rate? Like, you know, it doesn't make a ballooning rate. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, 
some people really don't plan on holding that long. Mm-hmm. And which means, okay. Which means they'll just pay the interest and they'll never really buy the house anyway. Because okay. they're trying to get rid of it. Okay. And like, that's popular amongst people who really have the income to do that, you know? Okay, because when I was um, living in Vegas, that was a that was a big issue in Las Vegas because they were building the city up so quickly, and there were like all these programs. They were just allowing people to move into homes they really couldn't afford. And then when the recession hit, Vegas was like a ghost town. Um, nobody was nobody was there. Nobody was in California. Um, the West was hit really hard. So it's just like you know. It, it, there's so many options when it comes to financing or purchasing a home. I didn't know that you could take money from like trust trust funds and things like that, and um, you can you can put that money into into purchasing a house or like if you have a successful business. I didn't know that you could buy like certain homes and things like that, and then you can have it as a tax write off as corporate housing. Like nobody talks about this, so at least nobody that I know. So I just, it just makes me wonder, you know, why is this being in a way withheld um, from, from non-Caucasian people? You know, why is it, why is it that if we go to look for a realtor, we have to search high and low for somebody who looks like us, you know? So. Well, I'm going to say like, with knowledge, Knowledge is there for who seeks it because we are in the information age. For sure. A lot of, a lot of things that was like hidden hidden from us before or we're not knowledgeable of, we're not reading on or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was it's kept away because you actually have to go seek that type of that type of information. That's true. Because people who are in those spaces and in that game, some people they, they just don't want to share information with nobody, you know? I definitely understand that. But, um, you know, just speaking from experience, it shouldn't take for me to sit down and to talk to um, a potential lender to to learn all of these options about collateral and income to debt and things like that. Especially, I didn't even know that um, something as, as far as um, the approval for a home or a townhome, I didn't even know that an HOA was considered for your income to date ratio. Like I, I didn't know anything. I was walking in blind, basically brand new. Like, okay, this is how much I make. This is my credit score. Give me a house. And it's so much more to it than that. Um, so, you know, and it's like, now I have these hard inquiries on my credit for nothing for a home I didn't even buy or qualify for, you know? So. I was say, um, you really gotta think about it, man. These lenders, they're in the business of uh, making money. You making know? money. Mm-hmm. They're not in the business of teaching you. That's, <laughs> that's true, clearly, clearly, so clearly. And you have to seek information because as a person who grew up in the hood, I'm a, I grew up in South LA. Mm-hmm. And like, I didn't know even think about real estate. I didn't know anything about real estate. I, I got about, I want to say maybe about, I started learning about 23, 24. Mm-hmm. And what was going on, but 
with the lack of knowledge and understanding uh, and not networking with the people that was in that field. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was like some BS, you know? I mean, but that's free game right there because networking, like, that's that's big because you just I always say, especially since moving to Houston, you never know who you're going to meet. It's oil tycoons here. It's all types of things going on here. And this is a great place for black businesses to grow and to start. And unfortunately, if you're not networking or if you're not presenting yourself in a professional way, you can miss out on an opportunity. Someone that has the funds potentially to help you to the next level in your career or personal advancement, whatever it may be. That that's that's really some free game networking for sure. For sure. Okay. Well <laughs> but no, this was great. I really, I really, really appreciate you taking time out of your day to talk to us about this and to talk about how basically um it's never too late it's never too late to start something that you're passionate about and to make some money off of it you know you're you're always you're gonna be all right no matter what you know you work for the government (laughs) you know we both work for the government so we're gonna be all right no matter what um you know but even still people are always gonna need somewhere to live people are always gonna need somewhere to run their business so i really appreciate you for for lending your voice today. No problem. Thank you for having me.